This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. Bacon, you gotta love it. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. The Eagle and North End 76 stations and on-the-fly service station on Collister and State. McDowell's Specialty Repair, Hendrickson's Fine Jewelry. The place to go for that special someone. Susie Boyle Mortgage Team and Castle and Cook Mortgage LLC. Stop by their new location at 512 North 13th Street in Boise, online at sboyle.castlecookmortgage.com. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, today our special guest is Coach Mike Moroski, the head football coach at the College of Idaho. And we've got a great story for you today. Um, they had just a fabulous season, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But first of all, Mike, welcome to Game Plan for Life. Great to be here, Skip. Thanks for having me. Well, it's, it's our pleasure. The first thing I'd like to do is have you tell your story, you know, where you grew up and kind of march us up to, to where we are today. So let's, let's go back in time. Well, I was born in uh, Bakersfield to uh, great parents who were uh, public educators. Uh, at that time, my dad was a vice principal at South High School in Bakersfield, and my mom had uh, was not teaching yet, but she was uh, raising kids. I was the fourth of five kids and um, lived in Bakersfield till I was 10 or so and always was involved in sports, always loved being around the locker room, my dad going into the football locker room, going to basketball games. So I just loved it. And uh, that was part of what I did. But education was really important. We finally moved up to uh, Marin County, uh, Novato, California, mm-hmm. you bet. where my dad was the um, principal of a brand new high school in town. I went to the high school across town, Novato High School, and um, had a reasonably good career, played like like kids did in those days, yeah. uh, football, basketball, baseball, and then uh, had hoped to go to the University of California, but that didn't quite work out, so mm-hmm. ended up at UC Davis in mm-hmm. what I now know is one of the great Division Two now oh, FCS programs in the country, Hall of Fame coach when I was there. Yeah, so absolutely. that was a great, great football experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then uh, after uh, my senior year, got drafted by the Atlanta Falcons in the sixth round. Mm-hmm. And so uh, not exactly a household name in the NFL, but nevertheless, it was a lot of fun, Skip, sure to, uh, to do, be around great guys, regular guys, and yet great, great football players. So yeah. after six years in Atlanta, really started bouncing around, got cut about 16 times and little time with the Houston Oilers and... Uh, and then my final season, my eighth season, was with the San Francisco 49ers, which was really fun to be involved with Bill Walsh and oh, yeah. Mike Holmgren oh, and George yeah. Seifert and Ray Rhodes, just a fantastic yeah. coaching staff. And there was something different about that team that uh, excited me about the coaching profession. It was different, maybe a little bit, for sure, different from anything I'd experienced at the pro level. 
And, um, but the, the internal leadership on the team, the, um, great guys, great competitors, but great right. people. Uh, it, it was very, very motivating for me. Then after, after I finished playing football, I went back to Davis, got my master's teaching credential, and then uh, started coaching and coached mm-hmm. there for almost 30 years. Almost 30 years. And that wow. was then I thought I, I wanted to be a head coach and was pretty clear I wasn't going to be the head coach at Davis. Uh, and, uh, Marty Hawley, the athletic director yes, of the College yes. of Idaho at the time, gave me a call. I still remember Thanksgiving of 2012 mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving weekend of 2012 and said Coach Peterson had, had yep. uh, given him my name and kind of the rest is kind of history. But that's how I ended up getting to, to Boise. Everything just kind of worked out and thrilled yeah. to be here. Well, you've had a great, great career, great run. What position did you play in college? I was a quarterback. Quarterback. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. and uh, Davis was a, a very good. Um, we were winning. I mean, I think won thirty something championships in a row. But oh, my yeah. model at College of Idaho is very similar to Davis. And the the true, I call it the true student athlete because we aren't paying these guys way to, right. to, to play football. And I was, it was Division II non-scholarship when I went there. Yeah. And uh, so I was working hard every summer, pounding nails and stuff like that. That's just yeah. what you did. That's what you, you did. You worked you made, to make ends meet. And I, I think there's something that builds some substance. It happened in me anyway, you know, oh, yeah. so, so hard work, splinters in your fingers, you know. Hitting your thumb. I wasn't, I mean, like to think I'm pretty good marksman, but I did miss the nail a couple <laughs> times and hit my thumb and that sort of thing. But yeah. but it was hard work, but a lot of fun. But those guys from Davis, Skip, are famously successful. Yeah. Great guys doing great things in, in the world. And so it's very, very, I'm very, very proud to be part of that and kind of carrying that on or oh, trying to yeah. carry that on at, at College of Idaho. Yeah. Well, what a great tradition there. So let's go back to UC Davis. Now, uh, talk about... Uh, Coach Peterson and Coach Hawkins, because they came out of that same system. Right. Dan Hawkins was a little bit after me, mm-hmm. and I and I kind of missed him. Uh, so so he was there and then gone, and then I knew Dan, of course, and he's a great guy and happy that he's the head coach at, yeah. the, at UC Davis yeah, right doing now. Doing well, doing well. Now, Coach Peterson was the quarterback in 1986 uh, at UC Davis, which was my last year of playing quarterback in the NFL mm-hmm. with the 49ers. I did get to start two games, by the way, Good for the for 49ers, you. which was awesome. And <laughs> threw a touchdown great. pass to Jerry Rice. which uh, Well, that's got to be worth something. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I consider myself in the Hall of Fame uh, on, on Jerry's coattails. But, but my good friends asked me, well, you played two games. Why didn't you throw more than one touchdown pass? But uh, anyway, that that's what friends do. That's what anyway, friends are for. <laughs> Chris Peterson and I overlapped three years then at Davis. He yeah. got right into coaching, and I was in, involved in coaching. So that, that's where we got to know each other, those three years yeah. from 1987 to 1989. So you were on the same staff together. Same staff. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. did have a freshman team, so he was the freshman head coach mm-hmm. uh, one year, I think, and I was the freshman head coach the next uh Two years after okay. that, so it was a great opportunity to to really coach and really yeah. really learn how to coach. I don't think you know that when you roll out of bed, yeah. Skip. No, so you, uh, don't. you don't. Talk to us uh, a bit about Coach Soaker because he's got such a great background and history and legacy. Uh, what were the some of the real key building blocks you took away from him? Well, I think what he was most interested in was. He had a fascination with people, for one. So yeah. he was just interested in people, which 
which kind of drew my parents to him for sure in the recruiting process, but then kind of saw over time that that continued throughout my playing career at Davis, throughout my professional playing career, and then even in my coaching career, he became my number one mentor outside of my own mm-hmm. father and right. uh, interested in people, interested in sophisticated football play. In other mm-hmm. words, being a great teacher. I think that's what Coach Peterson kind of oh, yeah. got from got from him as well. And then a passion, you yeah. know, to uh, to win, to do it right, yeah. all, all those things. So, so I'm highly, highly indebted to Jim Soaker. Yeah, yeah. And, and as I understand it, too, he was all about the total person. I mean, not just football, but he was interested in them education-wise and going on and becoming successful after football. Yeah, I think what's what's interesting about people, I find the people that I enjoy being around the most are people that take a particular interest in you. And he had the knack, like many great coaches do, of just taking a very specific unique interest in each individual on the team. Some people think that's, I think, a hard thing to do. And for some people, it would be maybe impossible. But the great ones, even going back to Vince Lombardi, I'm fond of saying recently that people say Vince Lombardi couldn't coach in this day and age. And I'm not so sure. Right. If he's as good as they say he is, coaches find a way to adapt and they love people. So back to back to Coach Soaker and are intrigued by people. And so every day becomes so interesting in trying to learn about people and motivate people and help them become their best versions of themselves, which I love doing. I find that uh, fascinating. And I'm and I and I have a passion for that. And and, uh, it really, really is. uh, Quite satisfying, quite challenging, and, yeah. and uh, never a dull moment. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's uh, let's switch gears here just a little bit and uh, talk a l- about the Yote program, the the College of Idaho Yotes, and what a terrific season they had. But before we get to the season, kind of go through that. Let's talk about what makes up the Yote program. What what are the what are the key ingredients? What are the building blocks that that you and your staff have put together that to attract the right kind of individuals to come in and uh, have a good football experience, but also an educational experience? Well, I think we started from day one with um, a theme, kind of. I, I, as a coach, wanted to be the smartest team and the toughest team on the field. Mm -hmm. Uh, I believe that you could do all the right things and have good people also. So uh, anyway, so, so we came up with this... Yote Steel, S-T-E-E-L, which, mm-hmm. you know, there's that toughness, but then it's also something peculiar right. and unique to the Yotes. And then our three pillars under that were love the team, love the college, and live with integrity. Mm-hmm. So love, love, live. Yeah. And um, and, and arguably, the live with integrity is the most important thing, of course, in in, uh, in my estimation. Um but the love in the team, you know, it's just, you know, can we build a culture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and can we, and culture is all about people feeling like they're, they're um, reaching their potential, they're fulfilled, they're mm-hmm. passionate, they're motivated. Yeah. Love the college is just what college football is all about. I, I yeah. believe strongly in that from my days at UC Davis, that uh, the College of Idaho football program can never be separate from any way from the the mission of the College of Idaho, yeah. and um, and so uh, 
So I feel that's very, very important. And I think that adds to the experience of the of the young men and my young coaches that I have in the sure, program. So sure. it's just very important to be all about the college. The, the College of Idaho is a fantastic place, great academics, great people. Mm-hmm. Our new presidents, Jim Everett and Doug Brigham, are yeah, two of the great. most fantastic people that I've ever yeah. met in my life. And people in Boise are very, very familiar with, uh, sure. with Jim Everett, but just a great, great, great human being. And that's trickling down. So I think the College of Idaho is in as good a place as it's ever been, yeah. uh, at least since I've been here. And it's been pretty darn good. I was impressed the day I walked on campus. And then like to think, and this is just my, mm-hmm. I don't think I have to convince you, Skip, but I think a college football program done right helps the college, no helps the community, yeah. helps that side of the valley. And uh, so that that's why I'm in it. I kind of have yeah. these big and grandiose dreams and visions. And to be honest with you, it feels like it's coming to fruition over yeah. there. Yeah, well... Five years, right? This last year was the fifth. It was the sixth the season. Sixth season. Sixth okay. season. Yeah. And again, we go back, and and you came in 2012, 13. Uh, first heard about it in Thanksgiving 2012. Hired in 2013, and, and then we didn't play until right, 14. Till 14. But yeah. you started getting a staff together, started recruiting players. And then the first season was 2014. Yes. So starting a brand new football program, folks, is uh, is a lot of work. There's a lot of parts that have to come together. And uh, to see what has happened, you know, in that short period of time is nothing short of remarkable. So, Coach, I know you got to feel great about that. I know the university and the people there got to feel great about it. And I think you're right. I think the college football program is a big part of a university. It's it's uh, alumni have something to cheer about, and and of course when they do well they can really cheer, but uh, it's it's just it's huge is what it is. Yes, and uh, yeah, it is football country here in, in the Boise Valley, and and we are indebted to to Boise State uh, in in many many respects. We've had a couple of coaches come over, we've had a couple of players come over um, who began at Boise State, and that's all. Great, but we're different than Boise State. Right? You know, we aren't we aren't Division One football. No. We aren't uh, going to fill a forty thousand seat stadium. Um, but still, is very exciting. Still exciting. It's, it's oh, still yeah. great for the community, and and so <laughs> in a in a different sort of way, uh, I'm interested in guys being influential in the in the community, right. and uh, so I think it's a lot bigger than just me, just the head coach. So the way I'm constructing it is. I want the guys to thrive. So that's why I say football done right yeah. is the qualifier. And then then you have a chance to to really, really affect just some positive things in, in the community. Right. So we want our guys out in the community. For a long time, the College of Idaho wasn't, or Caldwell, wasn't really viewed as a college town. Now I think more and more it is. Guys yeah. are there all year round, and in the summer there was no students there in the summer when I first got there. And as yeah. you well know, that's got to change that's if you're going to build it. So, uh, so we're thrilled. Uh, we yeah. we've had a great young men. We've had some very very talented young men, and I've had some very very good coaches. So, mm-hmm. so all those things go in. Um, back to your original point, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the heck I was getting into though yeah. with, with uh, building a football program from scratch. So right. it was. 
I, my learning curve was very, very steep, and there was all sorts of things that, that I had to pay attention to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's all part of the excitement and the building something, something that's, that's uh, going to last, something that's exciting like that. So let's talk about the, the different levels just for our listeners. Um, you and I know the different levels, but, of course, at the 1A level, that's, that's the major college football and scholarships and, and all that. And then there's the, the FCS which is um, the next level down, and they do have scholarships too. And then the next level down is Division Two, mm-hmm. and they still have some scholarship help. Yeah, at I that think level. they're still at thirty-two. 32. So Division One A, Boise State has eighty-five as right. their limit. Right. One Double A or FCS, FCS. has sixty-three. Mm-hmm. Uh, Division Two has thirty-two. Okay. And then NAIA slips in there uh, when we have. 24. Right. So that's one of the big differences. And everything else is non-scholarship, Division III NCAA. Right. So right. that's one of the big divisions is, yeah. the, is the amount of scholarships. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I played uh, NAIA back in the Did day. Did you really? Oh, yeah. I'm not I sure played, I knew that. I played at Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. Wow. And uh, we actually won the national championship. I'm going to date myself now, but back in 1964. It's just but yesterday, the, Skip. Yeah, seems, seems like it. But, you know, the great experience with, with the NAIA program, I think you just draw really close to the players, the staff. Those coaches became role models for me. Um, they're part of the reason I went into coaching, too. Mm-hmm. So I just think that that level has um, got so much value to it, and you come away from it. And I think with what you're doing in your program, you're building not just a great football team and players, you're building men, and that's what it's all about. Well, I think it begins with, too, just uh, – and I – I love high school coaches, and there's a bunch of great high school coaches in this valley mm-hmm. who who I love and respect. And uh, but I'm not a high school coach, yeah. so uh, I I believe in treating. I don't call them my kids or the boys or anything like that. I, I treat them as young men yeah. from the day they walk on campus. And the reason for that is that you'll appreciate is, and this was a Bill Walsh thing was you have to create high high expectations mm-hmm. for yourself and for the team but what you're really trying to do is get the young men who you coach to have high expectations for themselves Mm -hmm. to believe in themselves to dream big you know so i'm fond of saying things along the lines of i'm all about big dreams but it's dream big and work hard hard. and uh, but that's the key to life and i still think and sometimes the world is kind of a messed up place sometimes where where things seem all out of whack But on the other hand, for young, good guys, college guys, young men, yep. I think the opportunity is off the charts. I think, yeah. I think guys can do anything they want. So, again, I love to see guys. And we have plenty of guys who are 4.0 students in high school and come and do great things. But some of my most favorite stories, and I'm sure you have mm-hmm. a slew of these too, are the guys who did better in college than they ever did in high school right. and really, really begin to figure it out and yeah. flourish. School's hard in the, in the lower levels yeah. and for, for all sorts of reasons. Some, sometimes it's the kids, sometimes it's the school, sometimes it's a mixture of right. family issues. But I just believe guys can really, really uh, make changes at, at uh, this level. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a clean slate, so they yep. come in and, and, uh, 
And so it's very, very satisfying to me to see guys work hard and really achieve and for them to be proud of oh, yeah. what they've accomplished. Yeah. yeah. And as I've noticed, you've, you've recruited a lot of local players, a lot of local student athletes. Yeah, it's just important to, yeah. to have a, a critical mass of, of Idaho kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great opportunity. Again, if we're doing it right, which I think we are, uh, we're just getting more and more interest from the from the local kids yeah, too. Yeah. There's always in recruiting. There's lots of dynamics, so some, so it's not as easy as one might think to keep mm-hmm. the the local kids here because sometimes there's something in young people they want to get away a little bit and and. Uh, experience something new but i think the boise valley is very attractive yeah. and i and i want to say and it for those that have lived in the area for a long time caldwell has not always been the most attractive place mm. but i'm here to tell you it has changed it's dramatically bo- in the last uh two decades yeah. and and like to think football is a little part of that and we're kind of all working together yeah. whether it's the rodeo whether it's the ymca whether it's the the schools the police department fire department anyway so it's i love it everybody's yeah. kind of yeah. in there working together yeah. the small businesses are very involved in our program which is uh unique and vital and they have a voice right. and and right. so it's uh so i i Love it. I yeah. love it. I love what we're doing. And I think we've only scratched the surface yeah. in terms of I think there'll even be more interest because there's something genuine and wholesome about, Absolutely. again, small college football. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. We're speaking with Mike Moroski, the head football coach at College of Idaho, and they had just an awesome season this, this past uh, season. And so let's kind of jump into that, Mike, and we've got a few minutes left and just kind of have you in your own words kind of explain how things came together from start to finish. Go through it for us. Well, I think the hardest part was how are we going to hold the team together when we know for sure we aren't going to be successful overnight? Mm -hmm. So when we got here seven years ago, hired uh, my offensive coordinator who's who's moved on as at UC Davis now so I've been through a couple of offensive coordinator my defensive coordinator Chris Jewell has been with mm-hmm. me from the very beginning mm-hmm. another very important guy is our equipment man John Grove oh, yeah, they're important. Bishop Kelly guy and and a fantastic person and I call him the most important person we have but he's just integrally related with at the most uh, substantive level you know yeah. it's it's Socks and shoes and helmets and fit right, you know. Anyway, which which touches everything. But how are we gonna how are we gonna build the culture? How are we gonna maintain positivity and confidence and all those things that are very important to winning when we're not winning big? Yeah. Fortunately, in those first three years, we were four and seven in each of the first three seasons. We had some big wins, yep, you know. We, yep. we it was still we got we got crushed a number of times too. So that was always a challenge for me. The, part of the building process, um, but I believed in I believed in recruiting freshmen. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe in the in the quick fix of of JC transfers. Now we have some. We yeah, have anywhere yeah. from five to twelve JC transfers. Some, sometimes even more. But the rest of our 120-man roster is all guys who came as freshmen. They've created the culture. They begin to mm-hmm. own the culture themselves. So Ownership. a transfer comes in, and he he knows, hey, I can look to that guy and know what College of Idaho is all about, not yeah. just the football program, but the whole thing. So so we had a great group of transfers this year and, mm-hmm. and a great group of seniors and, and a mm-hmm. 
I think that's because of that that philosophy, but that lends itself to a longer period of growth. But I believe, as I know you believe, Skip, that you have to build the foundation if yeah. you're going to endure. There, you there's want still it to last. Yep. There's still lot so much going on in our in our country and education and the and the economy can go up and down and there's lots of factors we need to build it in a way that lasts. So that was the the ongoing thing and that huge biblical reference mm-hmm. that uh, the foundation is what what matters the most. And if there's cracks or if it's on unstable ground, it's just not going to last not because there is going to be adversity. Yeah, yeah. We all face it. Life is like that. Life yeah. life happens. And again, that's side note. That's why. Mm-hmm. So challenged to be coaching because yeah. the the lives kids young men live from eighteen to twenty three, lots of stuff happens. Yeah. You know, if three guys, moms with cancer, you know, yeah. uh, there's uh, all sorts of family life, things that happen. There's personal on. things, and mm-hmm. so, but I find that extremely challenging and and motivating. Yeah. So, anyway, we started to turn the corner a little bit in in uh, year four, and we knew that we were were better. Well, obviously, this was a building process that just kind of kicked in and clicked this past season. And you guys went through and won every game up until the very, very end. And I'm sure that uh, the excitement continued to build, too, for those players. No doubt. So, yeah. so we knew we were, we were pretty good and that we were getting better every yeah. single year. So the, so the guys that had been with us for four years, they had been through a four and seven season. They were with us two years ago when we were – 0-5 to start the year, then won six straight. So they learn the the preciousness of winning oh, a game, yeah. you know, in and, and every single game. And we got on a roll this year. Yeah. We had a great senior quarterback, an All-American quarterback, Darius James Peterson. We got way better on defense. Our special teams, because of our competitiveness, got better and yeah. better and better. Yeah, yeah. So, Coach, we've got about a minute left. Um, how would someone that may be interested in – Taking a look at your program, how would they? What would be the process for them to maybe be evaluated? Or tell us about the process, the website. How would? How does that work? They can get on our website and contact me directly. To be mm-hmm. honest with you, if we're talking about a recruit or anybody who's yeah, interested in the right, program, right. they can they can get a hold of me, and we will we will give every Idaho kid an opportunity to try out. Sure. That's that's what we that's what we want to do. It's just important to have local people. It's a community team. And it's really, really important. We think where there's great things ahead. Can't guarantee an undefeated season no, this no, next season. No, um, no guarantees. But, but love where we are. Yeah. We'll, we'll be very young and inexperienced, but what a great opportunity for the young guys in our program. And hats off to our seniors who, yeah. who had a great, great run. Yeah, yeah. Well, Coach Mike Morosky, it's been a great pleasure to have you in today and share about the Yotes, uh, the success that you've had, but also the building process and the men that you're building for the future. So we just want to thank you. We want to wish you nothing but the best in the future. And uh, keep those Yotes rolling. Thanks so much, Skip. Thanks for having me. You bet. Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Hollingshead Eye Center, see the difference experience makes. For more information, 208-336-8700. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. Domino's. Oh, yes, we did. Rocket Express Car Wash. It's a blast. Diamond Heating and Cooling. Boise Prostodontics. And Hoffman Auto Body. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. 
This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the game plan for life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.